0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights, the only podcast dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of investment banking. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. We're going through this series covering basically every technical related question that I can get my hands on related to investment banking and the recruiting process because I want to be prepared and I want you to be prepared too. So we're going through these subjects one by one. We're going through mergers and acquisitions right now, studying the basics, and we're talking about this concept of synergies. That's what we discussed in the last episode, and just kind of define like what are synergies. And synergies are essentially the leverage, conceptual leverage that you can get through the economies of scale of two companies combining, reducing redundancies, finding synergistic opportunities for revenue growth. And those kinds of things do indeed happen when companies combine. So that's what it is. But today's question is this. How are synergies used in merger models? How are synergies used in merger models? And we're going to break this question down into two parts. Similarly, how we discussed it in the last podcast episode, where we talked about revenue synergies and cost synergies. I'm going to be talking about that in those terms now as well. Okay, so we'll start first with revenue synergies. And So what do you do when you say, okay, these two companies are combining, I think there's going to be revenue synergies here for whatever reason. How do you account for that in your model? Well, you know revenue is going to go up, right? So you add revenue to your combined merger model. That seems fairly obvious. But then you also have to make an extra assumption because we can't just add a revenue and then that's it. We have to also assume what the margin is going to be on that incremental additional revenue because different aspects of, of, bus- of a business may have different margins. So we have to account for that and, and assume a certain margin in the revenue model Now, once we make the assumption as far as the amount of revenue we're expecting as well as the margin on that revenue, we can calculate the incremental benefit to our pre-tax income and then ultimately calculate the incremental benefit to our net income and kind of let that flow through the income statement. So that's how we would handle that kind of situation when it comes to revenue synergies in the merger model. Now, as far as the cost synergies, this is how we deal with it. Well, thinking again about the income statement, where would cost synergies take place? Like where what part of the income statement would that affect? Well, there are a couple of different types of costs, right? You have your cost of goods sold, and then you have your other operating expenses. And between those two broad categories are where cost synergies would have an impact. And so you would reduce what's being affected, either your cost of goods sold or your operating expenses, and just reduce those expenses. And then what happens from that? What's the natural outcome on the income statement when you do that? Well, if your revenue stay the same, and you're say, for example, your cost of goods sold went down, and nothing else changed, well then your overall profit, your net income, would increase proportionally, right? So your net income increases. In turn, your earnings per share increases. And it's accretive to shareholders. So these are different ways that accretion can happen through these synergies. You can have the revenue synergies. You can have the cost synergies. And they both flow through the income statement in different ways. So that's how synergies are used in merger models. And that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. Talking about synergies, I think it's a really good concept to understand because you know, We know that when companies merge together, they're trying to get something done, right? They're trying to become more efficient than they were before. And these are the broad categories of the ways that they do that. So that's what I got for you today. Alex Mason here, your host on Investment Making Insights. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next time. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. All right, bye.